It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Fox News Podcasts presents the Brett Bear Podcast. Common ground. There are a number of senators on the Republican side that continue to want to find common ground. We emphasize the conflict and, and controversy sells. And I think it's a problem because most Americans look at Washington and see something that's broken. Why don't we look for ways that we celebrate what this country is capable of doing? It's amazing what you can do when you get off social media and you start talking, communicating with one another because there is common ground. With Fox News chief political anchor Brett Baer. It is time for tonight's Common Ground segment. Joining us this evening are Senators Roger Marshall of Kansas, Republican from Kansas, and Peter Welch of Vermont, Democrat from Vermont. Uh, Senators, thanks for being here. I wanted to start by talking about uh, this piece of legislation that you're working on, trying to get uh, rural America connected. It's called Reconnecting Rural America as far as introducing this effort to expand high-speed broadband uh, in rural communities where, where broadband access is, is limited. And if you look at this graphic, lack of access to high-speed broadband, 8.3 million U.S. homes and businesses, uh, and it's really affecting kids most of all. Senator Marshall, first to you. Well, Brett, my mom grew up on a dead-end road in the middle of Kansas without electricity till eighth grade. Uh, eventually they got water, eventually they got a phone service even. So in today's rural America, this high-speed internet is as important as electricity was then. We made great progress, but this is a job that's never been finished. Uh, it was great to work on the House side uh, with, Senator, with Congressman Welch then and now Senator Welch. We're gonna continue this fight. Uh, again, you, again, it's a continuous process. Rural agriculture needs this. We think about precision agriculture, growing more with less. It's vitally important, but we need it for our rural hospitals as well as libraries, education, and small businesses. Senator Welch, it's, um, it's interesting to talk about this because you've got the infrastructure bill that obviously took some of this money, but this is a kind of another tranche of this, uh, and it means that the need is, is pretty big across the country. Well, that's right. And there's two things in our bill. Number one, we want to make certain that whatever infrastructure is built for rural broadband, it's future proofed, that we're not going to ultimately see in five or 10 years as, as technology improves that rural America becomes second class America. And Roger explained very well why we absolutely have to have it. The second thing is we're going to make the various programs uh, that are quite confusing to many folks in rural America. Uh, about how to get broadband, make that a lot more efficient. So we want to make certain that rural America is first-class America, and that's true whether you represent Republicans or Democrats, and we want to make sure that we're going to keep up in rural America with whatever advances in technology occur so that we're not left behind. And the prospects of this, Senator Marshall, are, are pretty good as far as the, you know, you guys are working together, but is it going to pass? Is it going to get done? Well, Brett, I'm always very proud of the work that we do on the Agriculture Committee. Peter and I are on the Agriculture Committee in the House. Now we're on the Senate. We have a long history of working together. Uh, the last farm bill, bill passed with 85 of the 100 senators voting, and that's the challenge before Peter and myself this time around is to get to that 85. And I have a lot of faith in Deb Stavenall and John Bozeman, the committee chairman and the ranking member. I think it has a great chance of passing. Another thing you all are working on is this uh, drug transparency, and I've talked to a number of other senators 
senators on both sides of the aisle working on this. Uh, in, this is the Drug Transparency and Medicaid Act. Uh, here is an oncologist testifying on the House side about why this is really important. They essentially rip a critical component of the patient's treatment out of our hands simply so they can profit. And as any oncologist will tell you, forcing patients to use PBM mail-order pharmacies for potentially life-saving cancer drugs is often unreliable, unsafe, and wasteful. Who knows best to treat my patients, me or some faceless profit-seeking corporation? Senator Welsh, I mean, um, it seems like this is pretty straightforward and should be a, a bipartisan effort. Well, it is. You know, in the House, I uh, work with, uh, uh, with Buddy Carter. But, you know, what's happened here is, number one, there's incredible pricing power that these PBMs have. And they can control it and make it very opaque. So we're paying way more than we can afford and way more than we should. The second thing is they're ripping off our community pharmacies. And, you know, that local community pharmacy where it's a person who is asking you how's the medication going and making some adjustments, that personal care that we need, and these local uh, pharmacies that have been closing one after another, the PBMs are, have much to do with that. So Roger and I are aligned on this as well. We think that rural America is a vibrant place and has a lot to offer uh, all of America, and we want to stand up to make certain we have a strong rural community in Kansas and a strong rural community in Vermont. You're working together on a number of different things. Um, when you talk to people at home, they always say, listen, Washington spends going out the door, um, but are they spending the right way? You know, and Senator Marshall, you both have different votes on uh, the debt ceiling bill for different reasons. Um, but how do you talk to somebody about that? You talk to them about working across the aisle with Senator Welsh and others. Uh, but there's, there's obviously some differences in how you approach government. Right. I think bottom line is we want to do the most efficient uh, programs possible with the dollars. So Senator Welsh and I are out in our communities in rural America, Vermont and Kansas, enlisting or figure out what's working, what's not working. This Reconnect program we talked about earlier is a program that is working, vitally important to not just farmers and ranchers, but also our doctors as well. So I think it's, it, it is about us working together. Again, whether you're in rural, rural Kansas or rural Vermont, it's still the same challenges, the same, uh, we, don't have, we have a lack of people for the jobs we have. We have educational challenges as well. And but certainly rural broadband, the price of prescription drugs, both in Vermont and in Kansas, the community pharmacists are in many cases the last healthcare person standing. And these pharmacy benefit managers are knocking them off one by one. So when you talk to people in Vermont, you know, Senator Welsh, do you tell them, hey, listen, well, we're all getting a lot say, done? No, yeah, in, in the, we can approach this and the fight that we have all the time. It's very much in the news. The way I think Roger and I try to approach it is he'll ask me, hey, how is broadband in Vermont? I'll ask Roger, how are your community hospitals doing? And when we start the conversation where it's grounded and each of us trying to help the people we represent, it turns out that the challenges that Roger's people and the challenges that our Vermont people have are oftentimes the same. And it makes it easy uh, to then work together because it's mutually beneficial. And I'd like to see us do more of that in Congress, and we can have some big fights and disagreements about what's the overall taxing situation or how much we spend and what we should do in Ukraine. All of these things will go on. But bottom line, we serve the people we represent. Yeah. And those of us who represent rural communities feel very strongly about the dignity of rural America and all it has to offer to our country. This is Senator Marshall from a recent 
recent hearing. Uh, take a look. I hope that you all would support me that how important milk and the milk products are to the programs that, that you run. So just bear with me a moment here. So good. June 1st, June 1st is World Milk Day. I did not know that. But uh, both of you come from milk states. So that's another thing you guys agree on. You know, absolutely. Dairy's very important to Vermont and Kansas as, as well. Proud to represent the dairy industry. Everyone should have a glass of milk. Make it whole milk. It's, it tastes better anyway. <laughs> Prevents osteoporosis. Uh, it's good for you. Helps absorb fat, soluble vi vitamins. Peter and I are in together on this milk. You're thing. a milk, milk senator yeah, as well. I like chocolate milk, too. Oh, chocolate milk. <laughs> My kids like chocolate milk. We'll continue right after this. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Let me just ask a couple more questions. And that is uh, on the, the world broadband. You know, I have this graphic here of the residential fixed internet and it's a, a different colors uh, around the country. And what's interesting is the speeds at which internet works. Um, you know, the dark brown is is fast and then the yellow obviously is less. It, it seems like um, there are parts of the country where it's really slow, Senator Welch, um, and we've got a lot to do as far as building this out. Well, that's, no, that's exactly right. You know, we want 100 over 100. And some people say, hey, that's too much. Well, you know what? We should have the same high-speed Internet in rural America that we have uh, in urban America. And that is like Roger mentioned earlier. It's like electricity. You cannot function. Your kids can't do their homework. Oftentimes, you can't do your work. You can't get a medical appointment uh, without telemedicine. And that requires that you have the best quality internet available that is gonna allow that community to thrive. So this is really as essential as electricity was back in the 30s when our country made a decision. It wasn't an economic one. It was political and social to make all of America include rural America. That's what Roger and I are trying to do. Yeah, and we talk about the electric grid, Senator Marshall, and we talk about the supporting that and trying to fix it uh, so that it's not vulnerable. But this is equally as, as important on that front. It, it is. If I could just talk about precision agriculture a little bit more. People have no idea how technologically advanced agriculture and farming is now. So when a farmer pulls up into his barn, he has to download volumes and volumes of information so he can figure out what part of a section of, of land needs more seed, less seed, more fertilizer, less water as well, constantly laying those plants on top of each other. So again, that we be able to grow more food, but use less uh, resources as well. So it's vitally important. A, a physician, I'm sitting here thinking in the emergency room, and I have a patient having a stroke in my ER, and I need to send that MRI and CAT scan off to a radiologist in Australia. I need to know if it's an embolic stroke or a hemorrhagic stroke before I give them that clot buster. So that's the type of things that we need this high-speed inter, high internet for. Mm -hmm. And Senator Walsh, last thing, do you think, um, you know, you're working on a couple of big things here, but you think the prospects of going across the aisle and, and getting uh, some of your colleagues and some of Senator Marshall's colleagues uh, around some big issues, we always seem one election away from solving the big things. We go around the edges sometimes. You think that's possible? Well, you know, Brett, you know, here's whether it's possible or not, Roger and I are committed to trying. 
in my view, is that we spend way too much time fighting, way too little time legislating. And we've got to exercise that legislative muscle. Broadband is something that brings people together. We find a way to work together, create trust and goodwill. Can we then go on to some of the bigger issues like getting our deficit down? I think we can because we need to. Yeah. There's a couple of other questions. Have you dealt with this issue on AEDs for athletes, health officials, athletes, lawmakers working on access to AEDs Act? You have? So I know what, I know what the act is. We have, we have a couple of concerns about it, but uh, we're trying to get there. And so what, just to get your head around it, is, right. is there some aspect of it that you, how it works, why it's important? So, so I think... Um, we're trying to figure out how to pay for it. I think it's vitally important. It's already happening in a lot of states. So I, I think that there's good programs already. I think the role of Congress is going to be, uh, how do we make sure that the mapping is correct? So we're getting them purchased. So much like a 911 uh, phone number was a mystery when I was growing up, is there a 111 number that shows where the closest AED is? I think that's the challenge, is that we need to make sure every school, every football field, every uh, place like a location like this, Where's the AED right now? I can start CPR right now on somebody, but I really need that AED here in about a minute, minute and a half to do good. Senator Welsh, I guess you're a co-sponsor. Why is it important how it works? Well, it's grants um, that would enable communities and athletic facilities to get access to this. And I have to tell you a personal story. My brother was playing basketball. He was in his 50s, and he collapsed. And they had right there at this gym uh, a defibrillator. And, uh, and 20 years later, uh, John's still playing basketball. So we're really grateful in the Welch family uh, that this community had that AED. And I think Roger and I want to see if we can get those distributed. Uh, Cory Booker is a big sponsor in the, in the uh, Senate side, but a lot of House Republicans and Democrats on it as well. And obviously we've seen some high-profile cases, Senator Welch, about uh, in the NFL. Uh, and most recently with the Buffalo Bills, and to partner with professional athletes in the American Heart Association on, on topics like this. That's right. So if you need it, you need it. And when you need it, you need it then and there. So there's no time to go down to the corner store and pick up an AED. It's got to be there. Yeah, and heart attacks are rare for young people, but it's still important. So, so it's way more common than we thought it was. It's happening more commonly for whatever reasons, whether it's because of COVID, because of the vaccination, I don't know. But it is happening more commonly for young people. A thousand people uh, having a heart attack and cardiac arrest, more specifically every day. Uh, the chances of a person surviving this goes up from one out of 10 to three out of 10. If someone's able to start CPR, probably goes up to seven out of 10 if we have an AED available as well. So absolutely, I'm committed to getting that across the country in the right locations, but also figuring out everyone should have a, 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 some type of an app downloaded that could show us those locations. So we're trying to figure out, as these are made, as they're being sold, how do we automatically register them with some type of maybe a beacon device that would allow us to find one? That's good. All right, Senators, we covered a lot of ground. I appreciate it. Of course. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app.
from the Fox News Podcasts Network. Hey there, it's me, Kennedy. Make sure to check out my podcast, Kennedy Saves the World. It is five days a week, every week. Download and listen at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.